In this episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the Washington Capitals netminding. We all know we had inconsistent netminding the last couple seasons, but how much better is the Kemper and Lindgren tandem? We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. For Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, hit the thumbs up button. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. So in this edition, we are going to talk about the netminding tandem of the Washington Capitals. You know, like I talked about on the top there, we all know that we had inconsistent netminding from Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek. But how much better is this new tandem, Darcy Camper and Charlie Lindgren, than the previous tandem? Now, I mean, on paper, you look at it and you're like, well, Dan, is there even really a question there? You look at Darcy Kemper and he won uh, he won a Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche last year. And Charlie Lindgren is this great net mining. Why are we even talking about this? Well, I don't mean to be doom and gloom here, but there are some reasons for concern with this tandem. Um, if you take a look just right off the top here and you take a look at Darcy Kemper and um, just some of the things about him. Uh, the biggest concern I would say about Kemper is some health conditions that he's had on and off, some injuries throughout his career. Uh, this was an article that was written in the hockey writers. They talked about Kemper's main bugaboo is his inconsistent health, throwing a wrench into his otherwise positive results as a professional. According to NHL Injury Viz, the 31-year-old has missed 83 games through injury since his NHL day debut in 2012-2013 uh, in 50 in the last two seasons alone his lingering lower body injury likely impacted his play last season culminating in uh, Kemper posting his lowest save uh, percentage since 2016-17 a point nine oh seven in 27 games as Kemper moves past his peak and becomes well acquainted with the doctor's office all bets are off to whether this volatility represents a worrying trend or a minor blip on the radar you know and just taking a look at it you know this was an article that was written a couple of years ago but this is just kind of historically talking about Darcy Kemper where he is just prone a little bit to injury and um, you you know, if you take a look at his stats, they are good, but that those stats are primarily all gleaned from last year when he won the Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche. How is that going to, in fact, translate to the Washington Capitals, where it's a different defense, uh, different systems and schemes out there? Is he going to continue to have that same success? That is the question. And uh, being that he is a bit more prone to injury, the question for me is, 
Should they have gone out and got a more seasoned veteran backup netminder, knowing historically that he does miss some time every year with some sort of injury? You know, even if we want to take a look, even this last season, he had that eye injury against the Predators where he took a puck and uh, he had to retrain his eyes even in the playoffs. So historically, that is what I'm talking about. I know the book on him last year lights out a great goalie, but like I'm talking about here, historically, what kind of goalie is he? Now let's take a look at his record here a little bit in the 21-22 season. In 57 games played, he was 37-12. and 12. Those are some great numbers. Um, but, you know, if you want to kind of rewind the clock a little bit with the Arizona Coyotes the year before in the 2021 season, he was 10 and 11. Um, uh, in 1920, he spent some time in Tucson. And then in the 1920 season, he had a 16 and 11 record in 1819. He was 27, 20. Uh, you kind of see where I'm going with this here a little bit here. And then with the Minnesota wild in the 13, 14 season, he was 26 and 12, which was good. And, and 14, 15, 31 and 14. So, I mean, just looking historically, he does have his ups and downs, um, I would like to think, and I'm going to maintain a positive attitude about this, is that he is going to be able to continue that trend going forward. I, at, up to this point, I have no reason to believe that he is not going to be as advertised. He is going to be the netminder that's going to come in and solidify the remainder of the Alex Ovechkin era with the Washington Capitals. Because if you look at the correlation there, five years, you know, by that time, that will end the era of Alex Ovechkin. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think that Brian McClellan could have really gone out and gotten anyone any better. Um, I mean, how do you really get anyone that's any better than a Stanley Cup winning netminder, you know, the reigning uh, uh, Stanley Cup winner? So, but just taking a look at it, you know, I, I was kind of taking a look at it. And I'm like, well, what are some of the faults here? What are some of the things to worry about? I know that that's not always a pleasant thing to think about, but historically, um, he is a bit prone to injury. You know, you kind of take a look back on Varlamov with the Capitals as well. He was always prone to injury. Um, so that is one of my biggest uh, concerns uh, going forward. And then that in the fact that they went and they got Charlie Lindgren, you know, a bit of an unproven commodity, if you will, just taking a look at him here as well, is that, um, you know, I know he had a great season last season with the Blues in very limited capacity. He was 5-0 and oh, uh, with the St. Louis Blues. Um, and, uh, and in the, that was with the Blues. And then with the Thunderbirds, he was 24-7. and seven. Okay, that is a snapshot of last season. But there is not a lot of history to go on before that that's going to really stand out and make me say, wow, that is the guy. Because before that, in the 2021 season, he played with the Rocket. In the 1920, he played with the Canadians. And not a, you know, a real limited sample size. He was 2-4. and four, um, And then you know he's kind of been up and down between the Canadians uh, and and their AHL team, and then also between the St. Louis Blues and their AHL team. And, um, you know, I guess if you're looking at it, you, all you can look at is how he was last year. But, you know, in the back of my mind, you know, if I'm going to pick apart a problem with this team, you know, and, and they're going to say, Dan, what are you talking about? We got the greatest netminder ever out there. I'm drinking that Kool-Aid with you there too, but I'm just, I, I don't want to have any false sense of security that in fact, Darcy Kemper is prone to injury. I mean, it's not really debatable. It's not my opinion. It's not some conspiracy theory. Look it up. He has been rather prone to the injury bug. And, um, 
it just really makes me wonder if they should have, in fact, gone out and got that more seasoned netminder, uh, someone that can really kind of, you know, make sure that everything is going to be all right. All right. So after the break here, we are going to continue to talk about the netminding tandem of the Washington Capitals and Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren. Are they going to be enough? Are they going to be a big enough improvement over last year to get the Washington Capitals past the first round of the playoff? We'll talk about that next. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they are covered in 100% chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to built.com to snag a box for your family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. You'll love them. Your family will love them. Like all built bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. Chocolate covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. They're so good. What's great about built is all of their bars are made with a collagen protein, which your body absorbs more. More efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. Eat something that is good and is good for you. Grab yourself a built bar. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it is your team every day. In this episode, we are talking about the goalie tandem of Darcy Kemper and Charlie Lindgren, and ultimately, is it enough? Did the Capitals go out and did they make the right decision? I'm not going to second guess Brian McClellan. I think that he did a great job by really going out there and getting the reigning Stanley Cup winning netminder and also a good backup. Because, I mean, ultimately looking at it, it was saying enough is enough with what we have and going forward, uh, you know, we're looking for a change uh, in net here. This was a story in Nova Caps. They were talking about uh, the Washington Capitals entered the 2022 offseason looking to re redesign their goaltending after the youthful tandem of Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek failed to produce a clear number one option, making a splash in the free agent market. The team signed Stanley Cup winning Darcy Kemper from the Colorado Avalanche as a big name acquisition. It is intended the Washington goal crease will perform better than it has the last two seasons. And I have... No reason to believe that. You know, my big hang-up is the injury thing that is a potential out there. After a decade of overall consistent, reliable play from Braden Holpe, the Caps turned the paint over to former draft picks Ilya Samsonov and Vitek Vanacek after Holpe departed in free agency. After a rookie season with mixed results that saw Vanacek seemingly show promise of being the potential go-to for head coach Peter Laviolette, the duo's inconsistent play in the 21-22 camp pain following an offseason in which the Caps reacquired Vanacek from the expanding Seattle Kraken and the Caps' subsequent first-round playoff for the fourth consecutive spring. The decision was made to start anew in net. And uh, if you were talking about just a real statement, like we have had enough, 
It was the fact that Brian McClellan went out and he cut bait with Vitek Vanacek in Ilya Samsonov. He says, I don't want either one of those netminders on our team anymore. And, uh, you know, you really can blame them um, if you're taking a look at it. I think that if you were a Capitals fan and we went into next season with a Vanacek-Samsonov tandem, that would have been most frustrating. And, uh, you know, I'm just glad that they went out and they did the right thing by going out and picking two um, big name goalies, at least Darcy Camper is. And I know Charlie Lindgren was a bigger name in the AHL, but I think that there is potential there. So with Camper originally drafted by the Minnesota wild with a uh, 161st overall pick in the NHL entry draft, Camper has a career record of 143, 95 and 36. Again, you really can complain about that goals against average of a 2.48 save percentage of 0.921 and a quality start percentage um, so just taking a look at him, you know, like I say, there is nothing major to, to look at. Like, you know, that is his Achilles heel, except for the injury thing going forward. So what should the Capitals expect from Darcy Kemper? There is no doubt that Kemper is an immediate and much needed upgrade between the pipes for the Capitals and one that will hopefully give them some stability going forward as they look to contend for another Stanley Cup in the closing seasons of Alex Ovechkin's era. Kemper's play has steadily improved over the past several seasons with his goal differential trending positively and having only one recorded one sub save of 0.900 save percentage season in his career. And we all have off seasons from now and then that being said, however, there needs to be a realistic set of expectations for the veteran netminder heading into his inaugural season in the district over the past year. Kemper has played a lot of hockey, a combined 73 games between the regular season and the postseason. whether that workload has any impact to start the 22, 23 season remains to be seen. However, it is certainly something to to be mindful going forward. And, um, you know, that's the question out there too, is, is Charlie Lindgren going to be able to, to carry that load as well? I know that he, he played, you know, some time in AHL and briefly with the blues last season, but is that going to be enough? So overall, Kemper should be a significant boost for head coach, Peter Laviolette. He has played 50 or more games just twice in his career and has averaged around 30 games played in 28 starts in 10 seasons. However, he will likely see a significant uptick in those numbers as a de facto number one in Washington in his two 50-plus game played seasons, Kemper averaged 32 wins, which is likely around the number he could expect to record again once uh, the workload has been dispersed. So just taking a look at that. You know, it is, you know, one of those things that is he going to be able to carry the bulk of the mail for a lion's share of the season? If you took a look at Braden Holpe, he kind of, he had the net and very rarely did he need to rely on his backup, whether it be Grubauer or Phoenix Copley or whatever the case was, unless it was a back-to-back. -back. And even sometimes when it was back-to-back, Braden Holpe would play both those games. And if you want to take a look at something about Braden Holpe, what am I making this comparable to with Kemper and uh, Braden Holpe is that Braden Holpe was rarely injured and he was just that steady Eddie and net and, you know, except for like the last season when he fell off a little bit, but will be revered as one of the greatest uh, net minders of all time. So just taking a look a little bit back further on Darcy Kemper, what is his origin story? What is the scouting report on him? 
in the very beginning, uses his huge frame to take up a lot of net, moves well laterally, and has some quick glove, was a backup earlier in his career, and must prove he can carry a very heavy workload. Injuries continue to be an issue as he missed chunks of time with an assortment of problems. That is the scouting report, um, you know, just kind of ties in with what I'm talking about, but his long-range potential, proven reliable goaltender, when healthy. And, uh, you know, I guess that's true for most any sport. As long as you can stay healthy, um, you will be okay. But, you know, like what I talked about here, that is the big thing is that we are hoping that Darcy Kemper can stay healthy. He can stay consistent. Um, that is the biggest thing going forward, because if not, you know, you got to kind of take a look down the depth chart. Who is that going to be? That's going to be Charlie Lindgren. And who is going to be his backup? Zach Fucale, you know, and then a little bit down from there, Hunter Shepard. So, you know, it's a good thing that the Washington Hap Capitals have a good depth in their AHL affiliate and their ECHL affiliate that, you know, if something, you know, catastrophic happened that they do have someone that is that can stand up now i would hate for the capitals to have to go in with a charlie linger and a fukali tandem say something happened in the preseason or something like that but you always got to kind of prepare uh, for the worst case scenario because sometimes the worst case scenario is what happens all right after the break here we are going to continue to talk about the tandem for the washington capitals except in the next segment we are going to talk a bit more about charlie lingren and what kind of goalie he is We'll talk about him next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this edition, we are talking about the netminding ta uh, tandem for the Washington Capitals. As we talked about earlier in the show, we talked about Darcy Kemper and his great records that he has, but his one bugaboo, his one Achilles heel is the injury thing. And uh, that is what we're going to talk about in, in this episode is do they have enough in net? So the Washington Capitals, they did. They went out and they signed Charlie Lindgren to a three-year deal, $3.3 million. And uh, Senior Vice President and General Manager Brian McClellan announced will carry an average annual value of $1.1 million. Lingren, 28, posted a 5-0-0 record with a 1.22 goals against average and a .958 save percentage in five games with the St. Louis Blues in the 2021-2022 season. Lingren, who made his Blues debut on December 7, 2021, became the first goaltender in franchise history to earn wins in each of his first five appearances the six foot two 179 pound goaltender has appeared in 34 games with the Springfield Thunderbirds of the American Hockey League where he went 24 7 and 1 with three shutouts a 2.21 goals against average and a 0.925 save percentage Lindgren ranked third in the AHL in goals against average second in save percentage and tied for fourth and wins last season the Lakeville, Minnesota native appeared, appeared in 24 games with the Canadians from the 15-16 to 19-20 season, making a career-high 14 starts in the 17-18 season and 29 career NHL games with Montreal and St. Louis. Lindgren is 15-12-2 with two shutouts and a 2.74 goals against average and a .913 save percentage. So, 
you know, taking a look at him, I mean, I guess that was the right thing to do. You know, you could ask, did they have the right option in-house? Could the Capitals have gone with a Fukale tandem? Would he have been any better? But ultimately there then too, that is a bit of an unproven commodity there as well. So, you know, it's not always a really an, an easy answer to take a look at and go, well, you know, the Capitals should have gone in this direction or they should have gone um, in that direction. But Taking a look at Charlie Lindgren, he does have a bigger frame and uh, should take up a pretty good uh, chunk of the net. This story was in the Nova Caps. They were talking about the capital signed goaltender Charlie Lindgren in free agency to back up Darcy Kemper this season. The former Montreal Canadian and St. Louis Blue recently spoke highly about the place he will call home for the next three seasons on former Capitals defenseman Carl Alsner's podcast. If there was one city in the world of hockey that would name as being revered and full of history, Montreal might top many a fan's list. Home of the original six-member Canadians, Lingren's new home, Washington, D.C., boasts a wealth of history in its own right with numerous national monuments to historical figures, the United States War Veterans and muse- Museums, dedicated to the preservation perser- of various aspects of history. There will be no shortage of opportunities for the 28-year-old Lingren to make use of days uh, on his days off. And, you know, this is just kind of talking about his happiness with playing with the Washington Capitals. I've always heard really good things about this organization, Lingren said. It was definitely a spot I could see myself being at. In reference to the city's storied past, the Lakeville, Minnesota native appears to be perfect fit for the Washington Capitals' new backup goalie. It's just a heck of a city. It's a lot of fun seeing all the monuments. I'm a fan of U.S. history, so obviously just a very cool moment. Um, And, uh, you know, with a training camp starting soon, it is going to be a good opportunity to see what each one of these netminders has in the tank, you know, because you're taking a look at them. It does look good on paper. And I think that, you know, going out and getting the reigning Stanley Cup winning netminder in Darcy Kemper and getting, um, you know, who's had some success in the AHL and the NHL and Charlie Lindgren only seems like a good fit. I guess time will only tell if it was the right decision to make, but on paper, it appears good. Now, if there's one thing I want you guys to take from this episode, it's not that I have any doubts in Darcy Kemper as the player. I think he is rock solid. My concern, my worry, just looking, you know, historically doing some research on this episode is historically he is prone to injury and uh, a little bit more uh, than some of the other netminders in the NHL. So as long as Darcy Kemper can stay healthy, I think that the arrow's pointing up. I think his trajectory is going in the right direction. That is the big thing about him is just so that he can stay healthy. And then I think the Washington Capitals are in a great position to do a lot better next season. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I will talk to you again next time.